0: Life's so full-on, I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a trex deck, composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome to This is Your Journey with Sam Edmund. For Tobin Brothers funerals, visit Tobinbrothers.com.au. Tobin Brothers Funerals celebrating lives. Players in the history of the Collingwood Football Club. William Robert Picken or Billy to most, passed away at the age of 66 with a glowing reputation as a big game, big mark, big occasion performer. A member of Collingwood's team of the century, Pickin was an exciting forward who became a daring and dashing defender across 240 games. From 74 to 86, 212 of them with the pies. Look out, here comes Billy would often proceed a leap that would become iconic. Tongue out, hair flowing, there was no shortage of black and white jumpers or duffel coats in the 70s and 80s with Pickens number 25 on the back. The injustice was that he played in five grand finals for four losses and a draw. He was the club's best player in two and among the best in two others. But bustling Billy, as he was coined by Collingwood fans, and Wilbur, as he was referred to by some teammates, was much more than a cursed grand final participant. He was a member of Collingwood's Team of the Century, a two-time Copeland Trophy winner and a member of the club's Hall of Fame. Picken was a Collingwood great who was revered and adored in equal measure by the Black and White Army. So today we pay tribute to a magnificent magpie of the skies, the late Billy Picken and two men who knew him better than most. His long-time rival on field but his good friend at Mark McClure and his former teammate Craig Davis. Gentlemen, welcome Thanks a lot for your time. Thanks very much. Craig, at times like this, when we lose someone so symbolic to a club and I guess so loved by a particular fan base, we can pigeonhole them into a loss just for Collingwood people. But this is a loss for, I suppose, for all people who follow the game because Billy played with flair and character, didn't he?
1: Oh, no doubt. And uh, there's no doubt you know, people paid extra to go watch uh, Collingwood play Carlton through that 80, you know, 70s, 80s and 90s. And uh, there was no greater rivalry than... Uh, and Billy and Dan Sellers. Could,
0: he was a character off the field and on, though, wasn't he? Could anyone control him, Craig?
1: Uh, yes, Julie could.
0: Uh, no <laughs> doubt about that. Uh, I was lucky enough to uh, be at Collingwood.
1: Marcus was born uh, and Nick very close, and they, were in, they shared the crates together. So we used to take the boys uh, to uh, training and, uh, and have them run around and have a kick with us. And, and Billy on a Saturday in the aftermatch used to say... Uh, Hey, Buffer, you're going to pick me up on the way to train in the morning. Get there early, I might be a bit dusty.
0: (laughs) Sellers, Tony Shaw said earlier this week that you and Billy had some of the greatest contests of all time. How do you reflect on your battles with him? I know I loved it. I loved him. You know, as a person, I thought he was
2: one of the the great humans of the world. and, uh, and, and, And he loved the contest and he loved actually bashing himself into the things. He was different. He was unusual. He'd call a game from start to finish. <laughs> uh, and here come Billy was a, one of those things. But as a couple came back too. I said, I'm glad that you got the ball because soon we'll get it back. Because he was, wasn't
0: the greatest kick, Craig, as you well know. So much for the... Oh, so, there, yeah, go on, Craig. What about his disposal there, skills? There is, there
1: is a story. Look, and the best part about Mark and, and, and Billy's rivalry, they never punched the ball. They, oh, they just always went for the marks. And I think uh, Sellers won a game. He took 19 marks, and I think Billy took 15. Just phenomenal effort. Yes, look, is the worst kick that uh, I ever led to. I remember once I was playing on Bruce Duel, which is one of the great centre-half backs, and uh, Tommy Hayes said, you better pick a Doolie up, because it seems Billy picking him out every kick. So That's the way he goes. But... But I was lucky. I oh, look, I was there when Billy played his first game, and uh, and uh, and I was there, and I played when uh, when Mark played his first game. So I was lucky. Mm-hmm. It took Billy one game to kick a goal. It took Sellers twenty-one games. So Billy's got bragging rights there. Well, he must have played up forward that game, did he? He did. He kicked three that day at uh, Victoria Park when Big Nick uh, broke Teddy Teddy Witten's record.
0: So Sellers, is that Fettigam, look out! Here comes Billy. Now mm-hmm. he would announce oh. that. I mean, he had a habit of sitting on people's heads, but at least he gave you a fair warning. Oh.
1: Well, it was a well, bit of a... I, Well, we used to... We, yeah, go on. You talk, Mark.
2: I oh, know. It's okay, Craig. Where you go.
1: Yeah, look, we... we. Well, I mean, Mark might got it. I mean, I did a bit of history. And look, Carlton Collingwood could have played 24 times in Mark's career. And he played on Billy 21 times. And so they had a great rivalry. But we trained with him all the time. And he did that training. Here comes Billy. <laughs> and all of us are just duck because he just floats through the air. And look... People forget he was only six foot one, one eighty five centimeters. Mm. He played tall play, and walked tall and took some phenomenal marks. S- oh, you know, and uh, and uh, I think one game he got 13 thirteen three kicks because he always put his head where it shouldn't go and uh, blokes tried to knock it off, but he, he
0: kept getting up. He was he was a tough bugger. Famous photo in the '79 grand mm. final sellers where yeah. he sat on your on your shoulders. He's gone for the long kick, looking for McLeod. on! Oh, what a man! Look at that! What did you think, Lou?
1: Magnificent, Mark. And Mark, uh, the ball slipped. You thought it was a dry day. It's a bit
2: hard for me to see at that po- point of <laughs> time. I was, uh, I had my head facing to the dirt, and uh, he was on top of me. Uh, yeah, it's, to me, he was uh, an incredible player, and and it's a great loss not just to, to Collingwood, yeah. but to every footy every footy club in Australia because he was a an icon in that area of marking the ball and doing things like that. Uh, it's. It, uh, I've had a meeting. I talked to him a few times. And I was surprised, you know. I, I know when I found out that they never ever won a premiership mm. in any time, and, I, and to me, he, yeah. he deserves that. He deserved more than that, yeah. uh, to yeah. me. It look, but it yeah. just didn't happen.
1: No, he played. Uh, he played uh, ten games for the Big V. Uh, played for Tassie and won the best player on the ground uh, for Tassie, called the Lefroy Medal uh, for the, playing the VFA. Uh, but people forget. And back in our day, we played a night premiership. And they weren't easy. Uh, they were pretty hard on a Tuesday night. And we, Billy, and I keep saying we played in two of those, and Billy won one, a 79 against Hawthorne. So he did win a night grand final. Cool. And he's not going to hang his hat on that. None of us do. But uh, I know one thing, and I know exactly what Billy felt like in uh, 2018 when Liam won the premiership, could Nick won one in 25. With the two proudest dads walking on this. Yeah.
0: yeah, we might touch on the grand final record mm-hmm. after the first break because a- how symbolic was it that, that Liam was the player of the final series for the dog? So clutch like father, clutch like son. There's, there's, just coming back to that roguish element in him, if you like, Craig, there's a quote in Michael Roberts' okay. book, A Century of the Best, from, from a, a teammate of his. Now, this teammate goes unnamed to the best of my knowledge, but he did okay. say he was a fantastic bloke and a great player but a raving lunatic. If you tried to tell him to pick up his man, he would just call out, I'm concussed, I don't know what I'm doing, and just keep going.
1: Yeah, As I said, I played against him twice, and I played with him 97 times. So I know exactly what uh, they were saying. It's a little story. Now, you know that you know uh, Sellers and I, uh, for 80 metres out, kicking into a bruise in the mud, we're going to have a shot. Well, this day at Victoria Park, I'm 35 metres out, and everyone knows, 36,000 people, everyone knows I'm shooting. And Billy sneaks into a hole, 30, 20 metres out. Unbeknownst to everyone else, I'm going out to dinner with him that night, Judy and Julie and I, and I thought, well, okay, I'll pass it to him. And I passed it to him, you know, and he's gone back, and I thought, well, he kicks a goal, we're going to have a great night out. He does a drop kick, the ball goes out of bounce on the full. Uh, I get dragged, and Tommy gives me the biggest mouthful of all time. About, you know, you're a full forward, you're supposed to kick goals, not pass not passing to a guy who can't kick. And uh, that night, I said, "Billy, what were you doing doing a drop kick?" I said, "But imagine if I kicked it! What
0: a story it would have been!" <laughs> did you pass it to him because you wanted him to shout that night, or something?
1: Well, no, will no, or maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But anyway, it was, it was, I did tell the players I was never going to do it again, and I, and I agree, I didn't. Yeah, let me tell you,
2: he's a character and and that's uh, that's what he was like. He was always uh, talking to you on the ground and we had laughing and a giggle all the time about what was going around the place. But uh, what a great competitor. What an incredible competitor he was. And uh, every day we'd turn up to play against Collingwood. I loved it. I just absolutely loved every second being with him and on the ground. And, and he was funny and he was... Uh, there's no characters anymore, Craig. You, you notice that? Any yeah, characters that, around well, the joint? At least
1: you've got the choice. At least you got to talk to Billy because, you know, Victoria Park. You know, one end has got number twenty-five mm. versus number thirty-six. At mm. the other end, there's number nineteen on number eleven. Davis on dual. I think it must worth <laughs> Nothing talking out of dual, Lee.
2: Well, he probably. Are, well, hey, I,
1: I did get a. I did get a hiding a lot. I must admit. <laughs> uh, you know, now look, with Billy. I mean, I played at four clubs, and you know. I had uh, Bruce Dawes, the centre-back, Ross Denning, Billy Picken, and Dennis Carroll. And uh, Billy rates equally with those four. He was just phenomenal. He just knew that he was going to have a, a, a fair dinkum go. And look, we were lucky. Our back line back then was Magro, McCormack, and Worthington, and Ireland, Picken, and, mm. and Ray Byrne. And it was a very solid line. And Billy uh, you know,
0: was a flair, certainly, within that team. I love it, Craig. And he so a, the, the best thing... He
2: was a freewheeler, I could do. Yeah. He could actually just do what he wanted to do. Yeah,
0: he was ahead of his time anyways. Well, uh, The best part about your... You know, long history of one-on-one matchups. Another thing we don't see too often anymore. Sellers is that you often met when the stakes were at the absolute highest. You know, a pair of grand finals, a couple of semi-finals as well. So this is this is for the whole sheep station. Mm. I, well, there was,
2: and uh, there's a bit of tension with that. And there's a and, and and I know how good a mark he was, and I know how good he was at playing in defence. Uh, but that means to me, if he's best on ground in defence. We're going okay. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. The ball's down there a lot. And yeah. uh, and, and those sort of things are, are important. So it was my turn to actually try and take him to somewhere he didn't want to go. Take him to all those little spaces where he couldn't operate properly. So you had to be a little bit sacrificial? Oh, she, she, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean that's the game. Sometimes mm. you've got to do things that you don't want to do, uh, and and people go, oh, I don't want to do that. Well, guess what? You don't play here anymore. Uh, that's what we. That's how we we operated, and it was all about team and and all those sorts of things. So to me, I I you know I love what he did, and and I, I, I man, I love being in his company. You know, I mean I don't know if you've ever been in it, but Craig has, and I have, and lots of other people have, and it's just total fun the whole time. Absolutely brilliant. It
1: was lovely. As I said, that uh, Billy and, and Mark's battles or royals were, you know, twenty-one games. And uh, and Sellers right. Uh, Carlton won thirteen, and uh, and Colin won lost eight. And they played four four finals together. Yeah. We won two semi-finals, but Carlton won two grand finals. And that's what I said. That uh, Billy, I saw him interview the other day. He said. Unfortunately, runner-up don't have reunions. Well, I just think Billy Pickin needs a reunion.
0: You're listening to a special edition of This Is Your Journey. It's thanks to Tobin Brothers Funerals, a family-owned business since 1934. We're paying tribute to the late Billy Pickin with the help of two of his great friends, former teammate Craig Davis and longtime sparring partner Mark McClure. We'll be right back. You're listening to This Is Your Journey with Sam Edmund. For Tobin Brothers Funerals, visit tobinbrothers.com.au. Tobin Brothers Funerals, celebrating lives. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre
2: power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 132191.